Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Can we get messages from the other side, from creatures around us? Welcome back to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding. And this week, we look at the potential of nature being a messenger for the other side. Now, let's kick off with this week's fact or fiction. The first reports of haunted houses date back to Victorian times. Is this fact or fiction? Hmm, What do you think? Find out at the end of the show. The inspiration for this show came from a listener who got in touch on our WhatsApp and they write, Hi everyone, I just wondered what your thoughts are on loved ones sending robins from the other side. Years ago, I had a job I was miserable in and on my walk down the path to work on a morning, I started seeing a robin that would sit on the gate and let me get so close I had to shoo him off before I could open the gate. This happened for a couple of months and I had a strong feeling it was my granddad. One night, I got upset and missed Grandad so much, I sat in the living room and asked Grandad if the robins were from him to send me a sign, feeling that if I was believing that robins were from him, I was daft. Anyway, the next day, I was at my dad's. I used to go to dad's for tea and a paranormal program or two to catch up on. I got a message from my mum with a picture saying a robin had flown into the window and she'd had to rescue him. I went all cold and my face dropped. I had to explain to my dad what had happened. Dad just laughed. Odd things seem to happen to me quite a bit. Now, you can find the image of the robin on our socials. There it is, perching on the uh, handle of the window. Uh, How extraordinary. Well, the significance of robins in the spirit world is a belief often associated with various spiritual and cultural traditions, particularly in Western folklore and some Native American cultures. It's important to note that these beliefs are rooted in spirituality and mythology, and interpretations can vary widely depending on cultural context and individual beliefs. In some cultures, robins are seen as messengers or symbols of change, renewal, and hope. They are often associated with the arrival of spring, a time of rebirth and rejuvenation in nature. And so could be a sign that positive changes are on the horizon or a new phase of life is beginning. In some traditions, they're thought to have a connection to the spirit world. It's important to approach this belief with an open mind and understanding that spiritual signs and symbols can vary wildly across cultures and individuals. Whether or not you personally believe, these interpretations can provide comfort, guidance and a sense of connection, not only in the natural world, but mysteries beyond our understanding. 
And you can see an example of birds being messages in certain cultures in this email from our listener, Helen. Dear Yvette, I very much enjoyed listening to the podcast and thought I would send you in a story about what happened to me last year. My sister Caroline had health issues on and off for over the years due to an immune disorder, but was living a normal life and was the mother of a young daughter. However, last March, she contracted COVID and she really struggled to fight it. My dad took her to the hospital, fully expecting to collect her again in a week or so, as she was a young woman in her 30s. However, in hospital, her condition deteriorated significantly and she died unexpectedly a week after she'd been admitted. This was very unexpected and was completely devastating to me and my family. To make matters worse, due to the COVID restrictions, we were not able to visit her in the hospital, so she died alone with none of us there. I felt my heart had been smashed into a million pieces that day. I'm from Northern Ireland and our custom is to bring the body home as soon as possible after the death. So later the undertakers brought her back to my parents' house. She was in an open coffin in their living room and we were able to hold a very small wake for her over the next two days. Again, due to COVID restrictions, we only had a very small number of mourners come to the home. It was a very distressing, exhausting time. However, the night before her burial was particularly hard. I was exhausted and very upset and kept thinking how this was the last time my sister would be with us. Eventually, tiredness overcame me and I was about to go to bed. I went over to speak to her body in the coffin. I told her what she had meant to me and how much I would miss her. Then for some mad reason, I said, Hey, well, now you're on the other side. If you can help me, I'd love to have a healthy baby. I'd also love a new house and a new job. If you can pull some strings from the other side, that would be great. I thought of my sister laughing at this, and it made me almost laugh despite all the distress. The next day, my sister was buried, and the month after that was extremely difficult. I felt I was being smothered by grief. I was reluctant to leave the house because everything seemed to remind me of my sister, and I would become very distressed. After a month, I was due to go to Belfast to have a medical procedure on my foot. I drove into the city centre and parked my car and paid at a parking meter. It gave me my ticket and my change, but instead of a modern UK 50p, it gave me an old 50p from the Republic of Ireland. They were discontinued in 2002 when Ireland adopted the euro. I was a little bit annoyed, but then noted the coin had been issued in 1987, the year my sister was born. I put the coin in my pocket and went to my appointment. Later that day, I was back home and recovering from the medical procedure. I looked at the coin and there was a bird on it, so I googled what the bird was, as I thought it might be a seagull. Google informed me it was a woodcock. As soon as I saw that, I got shivers down my spine. Woodcock usually migrate to Ireland at the time of the full moon closest to Halloween, and they have a strange cry. As a result of this Irish folklore, many believe the woodcock represents a messenger from the dead, especially the dead who have died in the last year. I believe this was a message from my sister and that she was still with me and I have kept the coin. It's now 18 months later and I'm doing much better emotionally. I've moved house after being in my last house 10 years and moved jobs after being in my last job for 13 years. But most surprisingly, I now have a healthy baby boy. I already had two daughters, but after having two miscarriages in 2019, I didn't think I'd be able to have another child. However, I found out I was pregnant last summer and when I was scanned, the estimated due date was the same day my sister had died. 
My son was born in the same hospital my sister had died in, and I feel she was there with me. Although I'm sad my baby will never meet his aunt, I believe that the only reason I have him at all is because she did pull some strings for me on the other side. Lots of love, Helen. Helen, thank you so much for getting in touch with me and sharing your experience. I am so, so sorry you lost your sister. But as you know, I believe that she is with you always. And don't forget to celebrate her birthday. She'll love that. Plenty of cake and a little tipple, perhaps. And I'm sure you're all curious. So let's have a little listen to the call of the woodcock. First of all, Helen, I believe that the coin was meant for you. And you'll probably know I've experienced many coins thrown at me and the team in the past. The most lovely, but admittingly a little unnerving, was coming home alone from a night of ghost hunting to find an old coin under the duvet in my bed. Bearing in mind I'd made my bed myself. I was alone in the house. Uh, I was meeting Carl uh, at a location. I'd locked up. I was the first home, unlocked the door, went in, went upstairs um, and uh, pulled back the duvet and there was the coin. Uh, <laughs> it was a little bit, bit unnerving. I was a little bit nervous, but I was overjoyed at the same time. Also, Most Haunted's resident Glenn Hunt was walking by a vending machine that wasn't plugged in. And as he walked past, he heard a noise like something had fallen out of the machine. He went to look and found an old penny dating back to the 1800s. He was with me the week before when we'd been showered with pennies on an investigation. I asked the spirit world and they told me that they were gifts. They were pennies from heaven. So keep that special penny close to you, Helen. It's a gift from your beloved sister, a sign that she's with you and your family always. And it doesn't seem to be just birds you're getting in touch with. It's also said that feathers offer signs from the other side. Our listener, Amy in Bournemouth, experiences herself. She says, hi, Yvette. I just finished listening to your podcast on angels and I had to send you my experience. Since my nan passed away, I've experienced a few things that I can't explain. The experience that sticks in my mind is my encounter with what I believe was my guardian angel. I remember waking up so I was in a sleep state. The being was stood facing my bed. She looked so peaceful and calm and she was stood smiling with her eyes facing to the ground. I remember sitting up and staring for a good few minutes trying to figure out what it was. But it wasn't until some time later, maybe even months, that I realised what I'd seen. I truly believed that I was either visited by a nan or an angel or maybe even the combination of both. I've never experienced anything like this prior or since and I've never experienced lucid dreaming or anything related which makes me believe that I really did see an angel in my room that night. Other experiences that I've had include seeing gold flashes of light that I believe were orbs. This was as clear as day and I have no doubt in my mind that it was my nan visiting me. I've also had ornaments chimed that require winding up. These also belong to my nan and dreams of her telling me she misses me. I know that she's here. I often find white feathers too in the most random places. Before my nan's passing, I hadn't ever experienced anything from the spirit world. I now have 100% belief that there is life after death. 
As well as this, my co-workers recently gifted me a rose quartz angel. It was very random, but I now see the angel as my symbol of comfort and safety. Love the podcast too. Looking forward to more episodes. And that's from Amy in Bournemouth. So many people like you, Amy, have seen and believe in angels. I've never seen one. My dad did and would often tell me of his experience. My lovely friend and co-presenter, Karen Keating, we both worked together on a children's TV show called Blue Peter. Those of you who live in the UK will know of that show. Other people that live uh, in different countries will say, what's that? Goodness me. It was a very famous uh, children's television show uh, in the UK for many years. I think it's still going now. Karen, uh, my lovely friend and co-presenter, really believed in an afterlife and used to tell me that when she saw a white feather, it was a sign that your guardian angel was with you. At the time, I was 18 and thought she was a little daft for thinking that. But after Karen died, I kept seeing white feathers and it made me think of her every time I saw one. Now, knowing what I know, if I see one, I pick it up and I say thank you and I keep it close. So finding white feathers, as we've heard, is often interpreted as a sign from the spirit world or a message from the divine. There are many uh, common interpretations of the significance of white feathers, and they include uh, the presence of angels or spirit guides. Many people like Karen believe white feathers to be a sign that angels or spirit guides are nearby. And finding a white feather could be seen as reassurance that you're not alone and that spiritual beings are watching over you. Other people believe that white feathers are messages from loved ones. Um, This could be a sign that a deceased friend or family member is sending their love and support to you from the spirit world. Uh, There could also be a sign that there is a positive energy surrounding you. For those on a spiritual journey, it's said that white feathers can be a confirmation that you're on the right path. The white feather can also be seen as a symbol of hope, renewal and inspiration. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Now moving from white feathers to butterflies, another common sighting when a loved one has passed over. And the only time I've seen a butterfly in an unusual situation was during a most haunted experience at Bishton Hall in Staffordshire. Myself and Carl were making our way back from the upper floor and some guests were with us. As we descended down the first set of stairs, we all heard loud tapping and knocking and it seemed to be coming from a locked door. Now, everyone could hear the noises coming from this particular area. It was like a landing halfway down the stairs that led to this door. Nobody knew what was behind this door, but everybody could hear this bang, 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 knock, knock, knock. And it really did sound as if somebody was behind the door. Well, you know me, I got my phone out and I asked the spirit to spell out who they were and why they wanted to talk. Well, the messages came through loud and clear. A young boy during his life at Bishton, when it was a boarding school, had been locked in that room behind the door. And could we help him? Well, Carl and I pushed and pushed that door, but it was definitely locked. We then asked if the boy could help us to open it. Nothing. He said yes, he'd knocked out twice that he could, but we kept trying to open the door, open the door, and another five, ten minutes had passed. We tried one last time and suddenly it was bizarre. The door opened just so easily. It was really weird to reveal a small bedroom. And like I say, the door had opened with, with ease. And, and this is the weird bit. From As the door opened, from the door jam um, fell a beautiful, big Admiral Butterfly. And it was alive and its wings were going up and down. It was wonderful. How could a creature like that have not been crushed within the door? Now, I'm no David Attenborough, but surely that's impossible, isn't it? Well, I asked the spirit of the boy, had he placed the butterfly there? And he responded that yes, he had to say thank you. We then proceeded with the guests to help to send the little boy to the light and on his way to be met by his family members on the other side. So all ended well. The little boy had gone and we took the big butterfly and we took it outside. It was a beautiful moment. I think a couple of guests actually uh, became quite emotional. I'll never forget that as long as I live. And that butterfly was an incredible sight to see. So have you ever found a white feather? Um, and believe that it's a message or a sign? We want to hear all about it. Find out how to get in touch at the end of the episode. 
It's also important to remember that the significance of white feathers is deeply personal and can vary depending on an individual's belief. Some might find comfort in these signs, where others may not see any significance in them whatsoever. Going back to Robbins, myself and Carl, we were doing a private sitting in our home for a lady who had lost her son in tragic circumstances. This lady, I'll call her Amy, had been devastated as a beautiful young son. He was only in his early 30s, had committed suicide. There were no signs. He had no depression. And so, as you can imagine, this was utterly and totally devastating to the family. Amy, through a friend, had wanted to contact her son and had been brought to us hoping to get closure. It's something that myself and Carl um, do a lot. Um, we just want to help people, um, you know, find closure um, and, uh, you know, hopefully be in communication with their loved ones. I think it really does help people going through the grieving process. Anyway, Amy wanted to find out because she obviously had never understood why he had killed himself. So within moments of Amy relaxing and she, we said, you know, you call out, call out, you know, to your son. Well, the knocking started then. It was wonderful. She felt it under her feet. It was all in the walls. It was fantastic. So I showed her what to do. I gave her the paper and the pen and we wrote out the alphabet and Amy began a wonderful conversation with her son. The knocking and the tapping uh, was spelling out certain words. They were having conversations. Um, he even tapped out his favorite song that his mom uh, sang to. It was, it was really lovely. And his main message was that he was sorry for the pain that he had caused his family, but he couldn't live uh, on this plane anymore. He was happy now and certainly whew, never wants to come back to this plane. Suddenly, a robin came close to the open door and stayed there and stayed there and stayed there and sat watching us. Did you send the robin? Amy asked. Two little knocks came back, meaning yes. Well, Amy burst into tears and her son comforted her from beyond the grave, telling her to live her life and not to be sad, as he now was so happy and at peace. So this was a wonderful session. Um, and I believe now that Amy and her family is a lot happier uh, having been in contact with her son. And you've got to believe what they say. He had told his mum that he'd sent that Robin. So there you go. Now, let's get the answer to this week's fact or fiction. Now, to remind you, here's the question. The first reports of haunted houses date back to Victorian times. So what do you think? Fact or fiction? Hmm. Well, the answer is fiction. The first reports of haunted houses date back to the early Roman Empire. Pliny the Younger that a Roman author and administrator recorded one of the earliest accounts of a haunted house in his letters. The idea of a haunted house quickly spread through the idea of a haunted house quickly spread throughout the Roman Empire and into other parts of Europe. In the Middle Ages, there were many reports of haunted houses, especially in Scotland and England. So what do you think to spiritual messengers from birds, particularly robins, to white feathers, to butterflies? Do you believe that they are messengers from the other side or are they all just coincidental? Well, I believe that 
anything is possible. Just think, next time you see a robin or a white feather or a butterfly, just say out loud, thank you. Well, have you ever experienced something paranormal or is there a location, a haunting, a building that you think we need to cover on the podcast? If you do, get in touch with us and share your stories at contact at paranormalpod.co.uk. We are on WhatsApp. Please leave your beautiful voices on this number. I love hearing your stories. Uh, 075-999-27537. We are on Instagram and our handle is at paranormalactivitypod and you can see the picture of that little robin uh, inside uh, sitting on the window. Uh, It's a lovely picture. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow and we'll be back again same time next week. But if you can't wait until then, visit www.paranormalpod.co.uk where you can find options to get episodes a day early. Have a great week. Keep your eyes peeled for feathers, robins and butterflies. You never know. (laughs) And remember, things aren't always as they seem. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.